You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. What's up, everybody? Welcome to ROFL. The show about motivation and being yourself. That's right. What does R-O-L-F... (laughs) Reach out for love. Show about motivation and... Love. Being yourself. Being yourself. How do you be yourself? I don't know. Let's find out. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing today? What's going on? Hope you guys had... Some great midterms out there. Hope you had fun taking <laughs> tests that determine your grade point average. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I never understood that, honestly. Like, Everything hinges on like a single test. I never <laughs> I never went on like, what was it? Like my UNLV and was like, oh yeah, my teacher finally put in my grades. I, I was always weird to me, you know. Because uh, you're going to see it later, right? I never looked at my grades. I never looked at my grades until I was like, cool, give me a final <laughs> give me a final transcript. Yeah. I one time had a teacher in middle school straight up call me a traitor for leaving their class. But she was mean. You That's why I left. Me. For real. Like what happened was so it's nothing apropos of nothing, but I'm just gonna tell this a little bit of a story. So okay, like okay. sixth grade science class, <laughs> I had this teacher, I'm not gonna say her name, it doesn't matter. Like for the first half of the year, had her class. She'll be listening to this. And I, yeah, I don't care if she does. <laughs> Uh, I don't like her. <laughs> She'd be like, what? Be how like, dare you speak of my name? Yeah, how, how dare you not mention me by name? And I'm so upset. Uh, <laughs> I've but, been thinking about this for years. <laughs> I never <laughs> forgot about this. What happened was it was one of those things where like guilty by association. So I was sitting next to this kid the whole semester. Cause she did the whole like assigned seating thing like on her. Yeah. And I sat next to this kid who like I was kind of friends with, but like not really. I was like more so just familiarity than actually like wanting to be their friend. Yeah. Unfortunately. And she didn't like him and he was kind of a goofus and I was never a bad student, but I, especially, you know, sixth grade being like 11, 12 years old and stuff like, yeah. you know, easily susceptible to like classroom hijinks and stuff. So she kind of grew to not like me just because I sat by him and she didn't enjoy the like this the not the goofing off because we did our assignments, but she just something had something had a had an issue with that. I don't know why, and it got to a point where I could tell that her attitude towards me uh, was actually affecting how she was grading my stuff. Oh my gosh! And like, and I'm in like sixth grade, and it's like, what the heck? What? Yeah, and like in sixth grade, like, why are you taking your job this serious? I mean, I know that in I know sixth that, grade. I mean, yeah, come on, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I know that I know that like the Boulder City schools for as good as they can be and are for the teachers that actually care is kind of seen as an elephant graveyard of sorts right, for right. CCSD, which is like whatever. Yeah. It is what it is, but like I don't know. I, her taking that attitude was kind of weird. So what I ended up doing was I kind of brought the that that up to my mom and I mean, what else am I going to do? I'm right. a kid. And she was like, yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't I don't like that. You're usually a really good student. And I was like not doing well in the class, even though I was like trying my yeah, hardest. Yeah, yeah. And so we struck a deal where I changed my science class from her to a different teacher. Okay. So I went from like the, uh, not like the, the advanced, but like the one step above like regular class, science right. class, to just the normal science class with a different teacher. Um, and you did a lot better. I did a lot better. He was a lot better of a teacher. Um, not a good person. There's he, some pr- bad teachers just as much as there are good. I've actually heard some stories of some teachers 
around that topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really in my head. Everyone's like, what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like for, for like, listeners who are like, what are they talking about? Just assume what you would, the stereotype of what you think like a, a bad teacher who like shouldn't be teaching and, and is in trouble. Right, right. Yeah. Just let, unfortunately, let the worst that you can imagine run free and you're probably right i remember i remember when i was in middle school i had this teacher i, I had to go to surgery mm. like to get my appendix taken out and stuff oh, wow. and i was like in the hospital and i didn't turn in my assignment and she didn't take it when i came back and i was just like for a medical emergency yeah and i was like but you have three days for every missed day what? the principal was also there and she was on the teacher side so i guess like i'm like thinking back i was like what did i do <laughs> they're just like ganging up on you they were like they were, i was like oh i just wanted to, to give you this proof of me being hospitalized and then like the principal was there and then she they were taking like, the picture just like that uh, in the hospital i was so confused as a kid but i like hated that school so i like got my te- my mom to take me out of there too i don't blame you and then i, I had a two point something gpa in that school and then uh-huh. when i moved to the next school i got like a 3.7 yeah sometimes and, the environment really makes a difference yeah it, and it was a a, a college program for high school students oh so i went from like normal high school hating my life to like going to the college one and the college one I felt was nicer and like everything was and that they loved me there it was yeah. just like yeah the environment better, does better environment does I feel a that big difference. this is true I mean and going back to what you're saying about you know teachers the teacher themselves makes a difference on top of like whatever workload I'm already taking on right that that first semester where I was like brand new to college getting used to how things were different and also like in my mind being like low-key terrified of lose it's funny in in retrospect because like now i'm working six days a week and i'm like just doing it and and it's kind of like just is what it is yeah but i remember being brand new to college and knowing it's like the workload's different and like it's not it's not serious but like like it takes work is way more work (laughs) yeah and it's like more it's more responsibility in any ways you know and i was just terrified of just like i don't want to like lose all my free time having to do school because i know that there's i know i know that there are some professors who really like they really act like only their Their class is what we're taking yeah Yeah, i have a class like that yeah it's like this is the only class that you're taking this is the only work that matters like they expect they expect you to to like in, in in one way shape or form like mold your life around their class their, and their yep, assignments yep. and it's like that's not feasible but you know what i like about school is that like even when you have two bad weeks straight in a row yeah like there's always a makeup assignment or something you can do to like this is true make it better i always Versus, forget about those i never had to do those really so yeah well me i always like because i always go through some drama in my life oh really <laughs> like, like, like what like i'm, I'm not gonna I'm, she was I'm, talking to me about stuff before we, yeah. went, we went live here well, yeah because like re- oh, i'll tell you guys like recently i had three people just out of the blue drop me out of their life after i got like sick for a week i think i mentioned that like last week that i got sick like really bad and it was just like a whole week of just me feeling horrible and obviously when someone's sick they're not gonna feel their best so maybe i wasn't like i was like uh like i'm i'm useless basically when i'm sick so like three people just straight up went and dropped me out of their life and these are people i've been friends with for six years okay and i'm taking a huge course load you're just feeling the weight of everything all at once yeah everything at once and then like and i'm crying hella hard but then i but then someone said to me like i don't know why this motivates me but like i remember talking about it last last broadcast okay someone was like bosma it's okay to just take some time for yourself 
and and just focus on you and and yeah. not do your homework. I was just like, yeah. oh hell no. <laughs> like self care is not is not selfish, <laughs> not but you're just like this is a challenge. <laughs> this is a fight. Yeah, so I was like, not more important than my goals. I was like, <laughs> drop all those people. I'm like, right before that, like right before so getting funny, sick. So funny the things that give us motivation. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the Amanda show? And at some point in the show, they had this recurring um secondary like a show within a show thing that was a parody of like the over dramatic like mtv dramas okay. it's called moody's point and her name is moody and it's like oh everything is drama and, and every little thing is just like melodramatic and there was a friend of hers in the show whose reaction to literally everything possible was right. a very exasperated what was that supposed to mean <laughs> and like she runs away is that how you see me wesley no i don't see you that way it's just like the the way you said it just made me think yeah i mean like that. yeah i'm one of those people though i really do like what is that supposed to mean <laughs> just like take, everything you, you take say. everything just a little too personal by mistake yeah like some one times i'm i was just out with the friends and i was telling them a story and then they just made a comment like like okay i'll tell you okay so i was not feeling well i was at a, like a concert so this is a recurring every time you feel sick you just like you get snippy <laughs> yeah like right. yeah yeah i think you're right that, that's fair you get a little chippy it's okay <laughs> so i was at a concert and like all of a sudden my blood sugar just like drops like I don't Dude, even know I'd be what bad too. <laughs> and so, like, I'm looking for my sister because she has my phone and my wallet. And, <laughs> and this place, say, like, my EpiPen or something. Oh, no, no, no. But like, I'm like looking for my sister, and I can't find her because it's a huge concert, and they won't give me water because they don't have like just tap water. Yeah, they they only have like bottled Bo- water. Yeah, they want you to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. and so I was just like. I was like, hey, uh, do you guys have like little sugar packets or something to make me feel better? And then they were like, no. So I, they didn't have water or sugar packets. So I went and I sat down and I'm like getting hot and I'm like, getting like I don't know. I'm like hyperventilating in yeah. my dress. And then this random worker came by and he's like, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I told my friends the story. And I told them how, like, the workers kept, like, watching me until I, like, felt better. And they finally brought me water, by the way. So okay, was, good. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I think you're literally going to wait for you to pass out before they help you. Right. And Horrible. So this dude, like, this dude, one of my friend's boyfriends said to me, how do you even survive alone? I was just like, oh, ouch. That's kind of <laughs> mean, though. Like, how do you even survive like, alone? Yeah, and that was, like, the day after that happened. And I was already <laughs> going through, like, the three friends that dropped me. So. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, how do I survive? <laughs> You're like, I am alone. You're right. <laughs> and then, like, my friend called me, like, one of my friends called me to check on me. And then I was like, and then he said, how do you survive alone? <laughs> It's like it's SpongeBob. The every gig's time, all here, except I, they're not. I just want to say something. Every time I cry, I literally laugh about it so hard later. Like, actually, I just cried recently, like two days ago. And you like find your crying to be funny in retrospect. Yeah, well, what let do me you tell say? You why. No, <laughs> it's, it it's like, why I said it's like Anchorman, just where he gets on the funds. The bad man punted Baxter. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Funny, I don't know why, but it's just like just thinking about it later. And like, yes, the next it's comedic day, out of context. It's so like, funny. Like very, very like animated crying is hysterical, <laughs> but only after like the dust is settled. Yeah, it's after never I, like I, it's like laughing at someone going through something is horrible, horrible, horrible. But right. like if they have a sense of humor about it afterwards, then it's cool to like to like laugh goof on yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I always laugh after I like cry. <laughs> I think maybe I cry a little too much sometimes. But there's no such thing. <laughs> I, I as an avid Steven Universe fan, there's no such thing as a good cry. Or no, yeah. no such or thing like as too much too of much. a good cry. I'm sorry. No Let me such rephrase thing as a bad cry. That's no such thing cry, as a bad. I mean. Good cry, bad cry. Oh, 
I don't know. <laughs> we're going to go cry about this later. You said you were going to cry. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> I just have a lot of emotions. Yeah. But like letting go of those, of those three people in my life was pretty hard for me. And then, um, like, like, I guess like they want to stay friends still after with dropping you me. Yeah. Or each other. No, with me. And I'm so confused. Wait, wait, how does that work? Like, they'll be like. Get out of my life, but not too far. Yeah. Like my best friend, um, like she dropped me and then she's like, you really hurt. She really, and she didn't spoke, speak to me. She blocked me. She didn't speak to me. She didn't respond to me. She didn't try to call me. And you know, Androids, when we block someone, we can see if they're actually messaging us. Yeah. So after I found out she blocked me, I blocked her back. Uh, but I was like always checking my phone like, oh, does she call me? Does she like. You're getting a little petty about it. You're just like, that's right. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. Me so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you did, you'd be blocked. So that's what? so funny. <laughs> but like, like that i'm just... ready for you you hurt me i'm gonna hurt you back <laughs> no i'm not even trying to hurt her i'm just I like know. it's like that's when you like realize like oh i don't have a good friend like but, just know... how enmeshed you are with the whole thing yeah, yeah. so but it's it's good because like I, I lost three friends but then i like instantly gained three friends oh too. like it's like how the universe works that's wild you're just like oh oh okay i lost people i'm sad about it oh here's three new friends universe oh, i, I kind of feel with that like it's kind of not in the same way of like I lost friends and here are so like new friends that like, right like take not the place like they're not replaceable yeah but. yeah like I don't think of I don't think of people moving in and out of of our lives as like replacements. It's um, just a coping thing. It, it's really just a way to cope and, and a yeah. way to like just kind of describe the the way life moves like that. Right. But in the last couple of weeks, I have so I have a one of my best friends. She had been for a few weeks been saying like hey are you free like friday saturday nights or whatever after work and i'm like usually friday sometimes i'm I'm busy with other friends but i was like yeah saturdays i'm usually not busy what's up and she's like well come along come over to my place and we have this like game night and you can hang out with me and my, Is and it my D&D? friends no oh, actually no. you know what's funny it started as D, but someone that's in the group yeah i won't name names but is very uh self-centered and tries to make like the social gatherings kind of like like around them a little bit too oh, okay. much maybe or or maybe they're trying to like uh just like control it the situation yeah like, it's very controlling it, okay, it's okay. like very controlling in a way that like no one else like everyone else sees it obviously like, and and is it like, their house or no oh no 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 no, no. it's not <laughs> this which is is, now no it, that's even, that's even weirder yeah, yeah yeah that's even weirder <laughs> it's like it's not your house and you're trying to like command both Everybody attention is. and control. It's yeah. weird. So, like, everyone kind of got sus about that. Maybe they so, get anxiety about, like, the social... Or maybe they have a social anxiety. They, I mean, yes, but... I mean, it's not mine. It's, I don't know them well enough to speak on it. Oh, but sorry. I, I'm not I trying just, to, like, I just know that side. they're... You know, you're, know fine. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Uh, you you know would, you're fine. You wouldn't be <laughs> if I told you the whole stories. But anyways, uh, it's one of those things where it started as a D&D campaign. Yeah. And then they just stopped showing up or tried to make it contingent on their plans and be overly controlling. So the rest of the group was just like, screw it, we can do other stuff and like have fun different ways. So they've been playing these um, kind of like uh, very cinematic. Okay, I think I need to go. What? Uh, I need to leave. Uh, my friend just uh, sent me saying she needs to me to go help her urgent care and she's super dizzy and she can't walk or drive. So I need to go. Is that for real? Like, yeah. Like, oh, dang. Uh, <laughs> really we we, we can pause this recording and pick it up later. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Hey guys, we are back today. Uh, Hooray! <laughs> sorry, ba- back in the cut, literally in the <laughs> jump cut. Yeah, of, we're back, and yeah. I brought my friend with me, so you guys know she's actually 
okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want you guys to be afraid. Yeah, because you just were like, oh, man, I have to I gotta go. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. And I was very confused because it sounded like a bit at first. And then he yeah, just, like, then- <laughs> actually left. Yeah, he, he thought I was joking. He was like, you're joking, right? And I was like, no, I actually do got to go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it just seems like a bit, and it wasn't a bit. So, anyway. So, so our first guest, you are now our first guest, actually, oh, for the show. I'm honored. I'm introduce, honored. I'm going to introduce her. Go her name it. is Marie. My name is Marie. <laughs> there you go. And um, I met Basma, dear Basma, through my son Dave. And he's a close friend of his, and she's been um, a light in my life. Oh, um, no, nah, you're a that light. That sounds about right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, and she's been there supporting me since my son's this. passing, and she's been there to give me guidance and support and love. And, and today, as usual, I called her to let her know that I was really ill. And she and I got lucky because I was like close by it too. Because oh, like okay. usually I'm 30 minutes away from her. Oh, but I did see it 20 minutes late. So technically, oh. I'm but but actually oh, no. it was quite. I was quite surprised because she answered me real quickly. That to me was quick. Oh really? Okay, good. Yeah, and I was <laughs> I was relieved because I didn't I wasn't able to drive and I didn't know how I was going to get to the hospital. Yeah, so I'm happy I, you're okay. That's yeah, a great thing. I was going to take Uber, but. Mm. Oh my god, my teacher told me that though. <laughs> what? My quick. teacher was like, Why did you go? And then I was just like, Oh, because some an emergency happened with someone close to me. And then he was like, They could have took an Uber and I just looked at him like, No, they could not. <laughs> that, that's kind of that's kind of insensitive. I think he was just joking. Oh, okay. Oh. I hope I hope so. I hope did so. I say that? No, no, my teacher. Oh, okay. One of my teachers because I missed one of my classes or whatever, but and he's so involved in we his were class. and the funny thing is we before everything happened we were talking about how there are those teachers and professors in life that act like what they do is like yeah. the center of the universe yes yeah. that's exactly yeah, <laughs> well, that's crazy how that linked hey you know what it comes full circle <laughs> and, and what we had been talking about specifically about letting go was what you had experienced about like you've had a few people exit your life at the same time that you had uh new people enter your life right and i think i was starting to tell my story about yeah, something similar yeah because you were like there's an emergency <laughs> all right fine. so finish your story yeah you yeah, yeah 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 i totally oh, do good, i totally good. do because it like it, it stuck in my brain because it's like it just gave me a level of like dopamine and or serotonin that it's like holding into my brain right now <laughs> so what it was was uh one of my best friends she had been doing this game night thing where I think it started as D&D, but it changed to just being generally like get together, play video games, play board games, play card games, whatever. Right. And she had been inviting me for a little bit, but I've been either burned out from work or not feeling well or ahead of the plans, whatever. But a couple of weeks ago, I was able to actually go and it just kind of became, uh, it just was a good time of like, meeting her friends that I had met one time previous at a, um, a birthday party that she had held at the same place. Right. And now it's becoming like a weekly, like, Oh, see you next Saturday for game night. We're playing this, we're doing this, whatever. So, right. Right. And there's already kind of dissension among different personality types and we're going to be going down and exploring this like uncharted wreck kind of thing unreported wreck kind of thing and there's going to be like ghosts and spooky stuff it's gonna be cool. I have a friend who plays D&D and she gets into arguments with the other D&D players because yeah. like they're always like it's just a game and then they like get into they like actual arguments yeah, yeah. I don't, is, I don't know she a, is she a dungeon master or is she just I one have, of the players I have no idea okay. I've never played that but I would assume knowing how D&D works that the arguments come 
can come from like the players of the campaign fighting with the DM. Because like the DM is like the person who leads the campaign. Like they they're the one that lays out like the plan and like the the scope of the game. Right. Well. Well. The thing. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because like. Like she had a hard time letting it go mm. at one point. So like, like when do you let go of a topic that you're discussing? Right. Like for okay. example, like let's say you're into an argument okay. and you're playing a game. It's it's just a game, but is it just a game? Someone's though? taking it a little serious. Yeah. 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 So so like the, then they like think about it later. So the same thing happens for like when people leave your life. Like, we were discussing how like sometimes you follow the crowd and sometimes you don't. And okay. then like so like what kind of person do you think is the like what type of person would you want to be or what type of person are you? Are you? Yeah. And what type of person do you want to be? I'm the kind of person that when it comes to following rules or like listening to whatever the authority is that I'm willing to go along with it as long as it makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if I'm being told to do stuff and it's just like I'm not understanding it right. or I I understand what they're wanting or what their goal is, but I look at it and I go why is this the way that you're going about it? Right, right. I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm one of those, and we talked about that before too, yeah. where we were like, I can't stay quiet if I see something's going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel, Marie? Well, well, I, I've learned throughout my life that it's, it's actually your perception of the world comes from who you are inside, who you are inside from childhood. Okay. How you built your inner image out of your fears, out of your anger, out of your anxieties. You know, there's, we form ourselves from our childhood experiences. And some people have better life experiences than others. So I must say that my perception of things has improved um, through a lot of work. Right. A right. lot of trauma work. Yeah. A lot of trauma yeah. work. There you go. Yeah, a lot of trauma work. And I, I feel my perception now is becoming a little lighter where I don't take things as serious. I always had to take things like it's either right or it's wrong. So there's no right or wrong. Yeah. It's just the way you see things and how you approach things. And everyone is going to have a different perspective. Right. We're not all going to be the same. So if there's an argument going on and, like, someone can't let it go at that point, like, do they, what should they do? What do you think they should do? Well, I just feel they have to go with what's in their, what's in their heart and their soul. And sometimes we can't control our, our, our frustrations or, because we're not at that level. You know, okay, what about oh sorry, I don't want to cut her off. <laughs> no, no, we're not at that level. Like sometimes when I'm when I'm in a situation at at, at work or something and um like the, your your employer is telling you to do the one thing and the client is telling you to do another thing. Right. You have to use common sense and say to myself, in this situation, what's more important right now? To me, it's the customer because the customer is who we're there to to the one that provides the money for the yeah, business to or, run. or the one that's there for the events. So the customer is right. Right. And you, you have to bend and do what the customer wants, even if it's going against I your mean, grain. I mean, sometimes. I was going to say, uh, let's clarify that. <laughs> and, and oh, I, well, I'm talking in the business world. <laughs> right. If they're paying for an event to happen and they want it run a certain way and your way is too rigid and they go, no, I want you to pull it back a little bit and do this instead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah, well, we'll talk more about that later. Putting one in the chamber, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> we guys are gonna come back next time and listen to more coping mechanisms with us. Me, Bosma, Wesley, and Marie. Do you want to be here next time? Sure. All right, we're gonna have Marie next time in the next video. Fantastic. Have I'll fun bring, editing this. I'll bring some good stuff from 
um, all the classes that I've taken. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for watching ROFL, reaching out for love. If you want to check us out, please go to Basma T at Instagram. See you guys later. <laughs>